Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It is Monday, December 13th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we've got the latest on the end of the year push in the Senate. Number two, the 50 vote Democratic drama in the Senate. And number three, veteran Democratic lobbyist Tim Keating's new gig. All right, Jake, let's get into it. We are into the last big push in the Senate. All eyes are on Senator Chuck Schumer, Senator Joe Manchin, and of course, President Joe Biden to see if there is a deal that can be done on the Build Back Better Act. Yeah, so um, if if the Senate's going to get it done, I mean, listen, we're in we're in the week of the thirteenth, so just let's talk. The calendar is what the calendar is, right? I mean, they need to they need to make some progress this week, and and frankly, kind of decide once and for all if they're going to uh, get this through, and that that is all dependent, as you said, on Joe Manchin. And if Manchin, uh, you know, there's two schools of thought here, and I uh, I would say this is a. Um, uh, Maybe it's overly simplistic, but it's a good way to think about it. If Manchin's going to vote for this thing, why not vote for it now? Like, it's not going to get any different at the beginning of the year, but I can make the argument, and and I think a lot of um, people can make an argument that, and Manchin might make this argument, he has not yet, um, that he wants to wait or should want to wait or may want to wait for the for inflation to cool down. Now, that might not happen. So, you know... It's it's tough to square what Manchin has been saying with with voting for a uh, for the BBB right now. But again, if if he's going to do it at some point, he might as well do it now and not leave it out over the holidays. But you know, uh, there's no bill at this point, <laughs> so so that that's the tough part. I mean, the the parliamentarian has to rule. I think we'll get a lot of that this week. Um, and I mean, listen, on the other hand, Schumer's just saying we're going to get it done before Christmas. So he's clearly made up his mind trying to keep the pressure on Manchin. Um, and, and that's where we are. Yeah, I think the other thing to watch a little bit, too, is going to be where does Manchin come down on this Labor Department report on inflation, showing that inflation is spiking at the highest rate in 40 years. This has been something he's pointed to kind of repeatedly, saying inflation is hurting his fellow West Virginians. Uh, you know, it, when you look at that and you look at kind of the, the number of, to your point, there isn't a bill, right? There is still a lot of outstanding things that we don't know, uh, you know, about a week or so out of from that Christmas deadline, right? We don't know where some of these, where the parliamentarian is going to come down on some of these issues, uh, whether it's immigration or other things. We don't have an answer on how Democrats are going to come to a, an agreement on some of the tax provisions like salt. I mean, these aren't small things, right? This isn't, they're not kind of like negotiating on the margins. This is truly the substance of the bill. Yeah. And, and I, again, Manchin, just to, to note, Manchin has not said anything about the inflation report, um, which is noteworthy. We asked Manchin again if they could say something for this morning or if they have anything they want to say. And they said no. Um, so that's interesting. You know, Manchin is usually, uh, you know, he's usually not not shy. <laughs> so I guess that's a little bit um, maybe that's a good thing for Schumer. I don't know. Um, but but let's actually just assume for a second that Manchin is going to vote. Yes. Let's just play this out a little bit. It's December 13th. I mean, if they get a bill this week, um, 
a full bill and they have agreement like this is going to take a week. So they, you know, it's Monday today. Can they, if they can they get something Wednesday? I don't know. Um, and then kind of push through to next Monday. I don't know. I think the more likely scenario is they're in next week, which again is I guess that's Christmas week next week, right? I mean, that's that's the 20th to the the, the 20th to the 24th is next week. And then they have the week between Christmas and New Year's. But, on, you know, so listen, they they could get this done um, this year. They I, I've been I guess we've been um We've been a little bit skeptical. I, I would say that my skepticism has, I guess, I, I guess we're shelving it for the moment. <laughs> but, um, but uh, you know, time is time is of the essence here. And I would just note someone uh, in, in Mansion World was reflecting to me yesterday that uh, the sender loves to be home for the holidays. And so uh, the kind of concept of, you know, voting on actually on Christmas was uh, would seem like a bridge too far. So something. Yeah, to I don't note. think they'll do that. But I mean, who doesn't like to be home? On the I'm just telling so, you. I'm just saying. I think that that is. Yeah, I agree, I agree with you. Interesting um, wrinkle when you look at you know some people where the the pressure might they might feel the pressure to go f- you know first or you know in, instead of waiting a little bit. It'll be interesting to see. All right, let's move on to the number two topic of the morning. Something that I was actually talking about at dinner last night. It came up uh, here in Punchbowl News AM, and I think there's a lot of folks that are watching it, which is the fact that the Senate did a deal for that one-time exemption on the debt limit to make it so that it was a 50-vote threshold. You're all of a sudden starting to see some of these outside groups on different issues uh, in, for example, this week, it's it's voting rights. Senator Joe Manchin set to have a meeting with voting rights advocates, wondering if this might be a fruitful avenue for them to pursue. I am very skeptical, but this is the issue that you ha- you saw Senator Lindsey Graham and others could be concerned about with this deal that McConnell made, that all of a sudden you have kind of a new wrinkle of how people might try to, you know, get around the filibuster. Yeah, I so you can, right? You could, I've already, so here's my thoughts on this. Um, yes, precedence is a scary thing for some people. Um, but this was done without any precedent. So, you know, I, yeah, I hear, I hear the people who say that and I understand it. You, you, it takes two to tango, so to speak. Right. I mean, um, because you need a willing, you need a willing house and you need 60 votes in the Senate to get that done. And there's just not going to be 60 votes in the Senate to get it done, right? I mean, that's where I think the weakness in this argument is because they had 60 votes. They had um, 10 Demo- ten Republicans, rather, who were willing to do this. They won't have that again. But I mean, I, I get it. I mean, once you do something, you could do it again, I guess. that That's, that's something. Uh, um, but this does paper over the issue that... Um, Manchin is not in agreement. They're not. There's no agreement on anything that could get 50 on on voting. Or I, there, I guess there has been some agreement on things that get 50 on voting rights. I, I guess I don't. I don't. I don't see it as as likely. I just don't. No, I, mean, I don't either. See, but you do see it as some of these advocates. Oh, you, you see people so talking about it. There's no doubt about that. They've been so frustrated at the Democrats on this issue. I mean, they want to throw out the the filibuster wholesale, right? And we've said repeatedly that's not going to happen. But this is certainly. I think you'll see the the kind of the pushing on this issue and this concept is going to get to a much more of a fevered pitch than in the past. Yeah. And I, and remember the reason they did this, um, the reason they were, they did this kind of 
you know, break the glass 50 vote deal is because, um, uh, sorry, McConnell, Mitch McConnell believes, and with good reason, that, that Kirsten Cinema would blow up the filibuster if the debt limit was at risk. So, you know, that that's why this happened. Now, you know, I, I don't, I guess, I guess we'll have to see how it plays out. I don't have a strong feeling about this, Anna, but I, I do understand. I do understand why people are frustrated, right? Like, I do understand why that why people are frustrated after after um, everybody had been saying for a long time that we can't blow up the filibuster, and essentially they just did blow up the filibuster. So I get the frustration. All right, let's move on to number three story of the morning. We have some first in Punchbowl News AM news on the downtown scene. Tim Keating, longtime head of government relations for Boeing, is now headed to Brownstein, Hyatt, Farber, and Shrek. Uh, this is a huge get. Jake, for the Denver-based law firm. Keating is joining as a policy director, but certainly something that everybody's been watching since it was announced uh, earlier this year that he was out at Boeing. What he was going to do next, would it be at another big company? Would he go to a firm like this? Um, Certainly, he will have the ability to uh, be a rainmaker status very quickly. Super well-known across the aisle you know, been involved in a lot of different issues uh, when it comes to aerospace, when it comes to companies, when it comes to manufacturing. Uh, so a, a big news for, for what's happening downtown right now. Yeah. Um, going from a com- a corporation to a multi-client firm is a, is a, a, a horse of a different color, I would say, right? And I mean, this is much more your department than my department, but, um, People are going to be watching, I I would imagine, how much, who he brings, what kind of business he brings in, what kind of stuff he works on. Um, I think this is going to be watched all over the place. We are at Punchbowl News getting more into the lobbying reporting game um, because uh, there's a lot of interesting stuff going on that's undercovered, I think. Um, And uh, this is something we'll be watching uh, a good deal. Yep. And just a quick note, because it is a busy, busy week, there's a ton of things happening on the Hill that we are going to be covering, you know, gavel to gavel. We have um, today the January 6th committee will vote to refer Mark Meadows, former President Donald Trump's chief of staff and their former colleague to the Justice Department for criminal contempt for refusing to comply with a subpoena for the panel. Uh, There's also on Tuesday a Senate help committee hearing that is going to be on Robert Califf to be FDA administrator. Uh, I know you are very focused on crypto, Senate banking as a crypto hearing on stable coins, um, you know, as well as on Wednesday, the Senate Commerce is going to be holding a hearing on the airline industry with several CEOs uh, testifying. So going to be a jam-packed week. Also just want to note for folks that on Tuesday afternoon, tomorrow, Senator Susan Collins, the Republican from Maine, is going to be sitting down with me for a virtual conversation at 4.30 p.m. Eastern time on the impact of the bipartisan infrastructure bill and the need for broadband access access across the country, as well as, of course, some news of the day peppered in there as well. So with that, thanks so much for listening. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.